Star Studios in Austin, Texas. This is Drinking Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the traffic. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. The Monday edition, wrapping up the top stories of the weekend. D'Anthony, I'm going to leave with my own top story here today. I lost. I lost and... uh, Stings. It stings. I've never lost a, a championship like this. I lost. Lost what? We talked about. All these trophies <clears throat> behind me. I, I, will, I will not be adding another one to the medal mm. this year. I think I, you should lost. probably burn the ones you have. I thought about it. I thought about it because it doesn't matter anymore. Make Unless you win. Watch. Yes, you're a winner yeah. or a loser in this life. And I am a loser. The past is the past. And uh, we might have to torch all these. Not sure that I deserve it, you know? I've got a lot of questions uh, that I need to answer. I need to look in the mirror, like that Michael Jackson impersonator, and just kind of figure out my life now, because I am a loser now. And that happens, I guess. I think you should burn all of them and make the kids watch and say, (laughs) you did this. Like, first give a speech about how proud you were of them the previous years, and how proud you were of the trophies that have been sitting in the (laughs) studio for a long time, and then say, uh, and now thanks to you, these must be destroyed, and burn them in front of them. And then have an ice cream truck nearby and then call them over the radio or something. Be like, all right, you can go. They don't deserve ice cream. (laughs) Just to, you know, reinforce the idea that if you lose, you don't get stuff. So Uh, I might have to, Uh, weird thing is, so my, my son, I'm I'm pretty proud. He got selected to the the all-star team there. And uh, the odd thing is uh, they pick a handful of coaches to coach this all-star team against like the, the, the best in Texas and everything else. Right. But I have to coach with the guy who beat me. <laughs> so I have to see him and, and just in shame, you know? Usually you lose and then you kind of go off for the year and you don't see these people. I got to see him in a couple of days and say congratulations. And I lost. And that's what you do as a, as a good sport and a good parent is say congratulations to you. But on the inside, um, I'm broken. I'm a broken man today. So forgive me. Uh, usually we, uh, we have... Um, Stories that are written and everything else, and occasionally some breaking news comes in to lead off the show, and uh, it just happened right now. I'm looking at my computer. This is a very strange one to me. Uh, Breaking news here. White House uh, has banned the New York Post from uh, today's Joe Biden event as the Hunter indictment looms here. The White House press office uh, barred the Post from attending President Biden's only daytime public event this afternoon as federal prosecutors near a decision on criminally charging first son Hunter Biden for tax fraud and other crimes. Now, the Post was the one who actually broke this story first, right before the election in 2020, uh, which everybody claimed was was false. Mm -hmm. Um, They said the laptop was false. All of these charges were false. Uh, This was Russian disinformation. 
Now they're banning the New York Post from uh, the press corps at the White House here. What the fuck is going on? Um, I don't know. Is that something that's happened before? I can't remember it. Like, has a uh, president been under it? Did Trump ever ban specific agencies from press conferences? I don't believe it so. Seems, it seems more likely that he would just try to talk shit to him. To right, honest. right. Uh, the White House barred several news organizations from an off-camera press briefing Friday. This from the Trump administration, BBC, CNN, and The Guardian. Okay. And what was the... And here's another one that says Trump's not the... This, this is pre-Biden. Trump not the only president to ban media outlets from the White House. Well, you remember when Obama locked that dude in the closet, right? Uh, that's right. That's right. He chained that guy up, dude. It was like 20, Black snake uh, moan style. 2014 or something. That was yeah. Mike Leach. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P., dude. And then... R.I.P. to Mike It was Leach. Mike Leach and then fucking... Uh, uh, what's his nuts? The old Ohio State coach. What the fuck's his name? Which one? There was a couple that Urban Meyer shows up and kicks him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike Leach locks him in the closet. Urban shows up and kicks him a couple of times, and then he fists a girl in front of his family. By the way, two of my favorite coaches of all time, and I think both of them are justified. Two of the worst people of all time. Doesn't matter. Winning championships is all it's about. I don't think Mike Leach won, though. Um, but he with did this, not. Yeah, uh, he he did also, not. I, I just want to note Nixon banned the Washington Post after they broke the Watergate story. Gotcha. Okay. So, with that being said, now. Um, what do you think? Do you think he's going to get charged? Yes. Really? Yeah. I Has mean, somebody told you this? No. Okay. Just the, you know, the writing seems to be on the wall about this one. Um, there's been too many. Uh, there's been too many stories, right? That prevent the normal uh, um, interference that the White House or whomever else would be able to run in a situation like this. So we already know that uh, former CIA director marshaled the resources of the intelligence community to try to shut this down. Obviously, on behalf of Obama slash Biden, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that the intelligence community lied about it for years. Um, So we know that because somebody broke that story and told us that it happened. They also told us that... um, uh, uh, the attorney general has been fucking with the case as well. Mm-hmm. Mayor Garland, who says he's not going to, but has been, and there's evidence to that effect. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think you can interfere in the process right now the same way you would be able to, because everybody's eyes are on this, looking for signs of interference. So it might be, and and, and frankly, uh, James Comey or James Comer rather said. Uh, that on Wednesday this week, so I guess we'll cover this on fake news on Thursday, but on Wednesday they're planning to show the Congress the evidence that Biden has been taking money for political influence for foreign entities. And this was back when he was VP too? Yeah. Okay. Um, the reason why this is a bigger story to me is when this happened uh, regarding the New York Post, this was in October, the month before the election. Mm-hmm. This was about three, three weeks to the run-up. If you're... Congress, and it's obviously a Republican Congress at this point. I mean, that is a clear-cut case of, of uh, election interference, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And that's way bigger than if this just happened, I don't know, let's say two or three months into his term or anything else, because then you can go back and say, hey, this would have been a huge story. Were we able to share it with the public in October, the month before the election? 
I mean, even even fucking 60 Minutes did that uh, piece, which we ran with uh, Leslie Stahl, where she had the interview with Trump, and she f- flat out said that he is lying, that mm. all of uh, her sources at the FBI and the CIA and all that other stuff, that this laptop doesn't exist, this is a non-story, and you're making this up. Um, why now, though? Is it because they want him out of there? It seems like everything else is kind of <laughs> collapsing around him. The border is a fucking disaster. Um, usually the media does not cover this whatsoever all day long yesterday. Cause I watch all this shit mm-hmm. and, you know, try to in preparation, uh, to keep up with you on these shows, uh, yesterday on, I think it was face the nation, uh, your boy, Mayorkas was on there and, uh, just absolutely getting killed by those guys about what's going down at the border. Obviously title 42 is up here in three days. Uh, we showed you what's happening in El Paso. Um, the economy and the inflation isn't going anywhere right now. And, uh, and now you got this Hunter Biden sitch. And you also have a guy that is trying to run for president at age 82 now. It kind of feels like the Democrats are almost in on this at this point to get him out of there to clear the way for next year because we're creeping up on an election here. I mean, yeah. it's like you said last week, it's coming up in what, four months is, is, is when we're, we're really going to start the ball rolling Around with this September, shit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so one of the signs that would be evident, I think, if, if what you're saying is right, which is to say they're trying to jettison him, is that they're going to try, they would in that event try to tie him to every negative thing about democratic policy right now, mm-hmm. which is the border, um, the economy. The banks. Banks, uh, woke nonsense, blah, 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 all that stuff. So... Um, and then in addition to that, you would see stuff like policy decisions that don't make any sense that maybe, maybe lead to somewhere they're trying to go, but they can dump it like stuff you wouldn't be able to get away with normally, Mm -hmm. but now you can dump it off on this fucking asshole who's going to be out of office. Right. Yeah. Um, like the border thing, there's 700,000 people waiting until later this week to cross the border. And the government has no plan to do anything about it. I read you all the fucking guidance from my down to CBP last week on fake news. Unless the person is a known terrorist or a known felon, they're just getting released into the country. Yeah. 700,000 people in the next fucking week or so, which is about half or I guess it's about a third of what got into the country all of last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't really know what their plan is. These people, I, I, I find it hard to believe <clears throat> that uh, Cubans and Venezuelans and Guatemalans who are escaping uh, communist bullshit are going to come here and vote for Democrats. So I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think they're intentionally trying to fuck our country up. But what, what's the what's the gain? Because I always look at it as uh, how can these people get more rich? So how do you get more rich? How does the, the aristocracy get more rich by allowing 700,000 people to come into a country? Well, it's not just money, right? It's also power. So I can answer the money part real quick, though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Countries like Japan right now, their economy is stagnating almost irreversibly because of birth rates and a lack of immigration. Uh, Yeah, how so? They're they're just not having enough kids? Essentially, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So that keeps... The economy going, going and jobs. And, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So they they see this as more of an Ellis Island 2.0, I guess 3.0 technically. Yeah. That would, I mean, that's that. I, I 
Japan's having that problem. China's having that problem too, to an extent as well. Their average mm. age is fifty right now. Do we? So d- there's some uh, relevant data on this. The vast majority of um, Mexicans, for example, who Mexican men who come here, they come here and work, and then they t- send the money back home and go back home mm-hmm. a lot of times, and then they'll sneak back into the country later on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we're trying to do, if we're trying to institute a new American manufacturing that's based on fucking as, what, what is effectively indentured servitude, I guess makes sense, right? I mean, I, but that seems kind of off. It seems kind of off-brand for the public-facing Democrat, but not off-brand for the way they actually conduct themselves over the past 150 years or so, right? Yeah. Um, because the three states that are going to be most affected by this four, I should say, are California, Arizona, New Mexico, and then obviously Texas. Um, oddly enough, Gavin Newsom for, out of California, the governor of, of California, has come out and said, hey, this, we're at a breaking point here. Mm-hmm. If this happens, we are fucked well, as they just, states. Uh, California just defaulted on $20 billion in debt. Yeah, but the reparations are coming, so mm-hmm. that, you know, no, you're going to have that. We'll see. I, I'm I don't, kidding. They're not going to be able to pass no, it. No, there's no way. Like it, it, it did pass... The council. Committee. Yeah. That'd be, like, yeah. it'd be, that'd be but, like if I was like, hey, guys, um, the uh, uh, council here at Drinking Bros of giving Rob a raise uh, has voted to give Rob a raise. So, but the fact that they, they even, court. yeah, the fact that they even did it, though, now all black people could say they hate black people. Right. We, we agreed on it. We had a thing. We did it. Um, but yeah, even Gavin Newsom was like, hey, we're fucked if this happens. Um, Arizona and Texas. I mean, shit, Texas is already what El Paso's declared a emergency mm-hmm. already uh thursday could just be a fucking free-for-all maybe yeah yeah it could be i mean I, the the border patrol doesn't have the ability to do anything about this i think there's a couple of thousand national guardsmen at the at the border right now mm-hmm. and they're planning on sending 1500 more that's not going to stop 700,000 people so mayorkas was on yesterday talking about the 1500 people and again surprisingly he was grilled yesterday for this uh, by left media and they said what specifically are the 1500 border are the uh, 1500 uh, national guards going to do it is exactly what you said he said they are simply there for processing. They are not there to send these people back. They are not there to shut down the border. It is simply for processing so they can let them go, and then they can come back for court dates. Mm-hmm. She seemed dumbfounded. Um, I hate her. I forget her name, but uh, she seemed dumbfounded. She was like, all right, so they're still going to be here then, right? And then where are they going to go after that? That's the question. Um, now, I expect Abbott to send uh, buses to all these other cities like he's, he's been doing over the past few months. But with 700000 that money's got to come out of Texas's budget, too. So that's going to fuck this state as well um, with California, Arizona, and New Mexico as far as state budgets go. This could be a shit show. Rocco's going to join us tomorrow. He was part of the, the Border Patrol uh, down there for years, and, uh, and we'll chat about it. But... All of this seems, finally, like the media is turning against Biden for all this shit. And this seems like there's just too many things that are piling up. And it seems like they want him out of here at mm-hmm. this point. Um, because that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, according to also the New York Post here, this is still going. Uh, his younger brother, James Biden. I didn't know he had a younger brother. Uh, I've never even heard of this guy. Uh, who partnered with Hunter on a variety of international dealings, who's also accused in this, um, draw, uh, drew atta- attention yesterday by attending 
church with him. Um, Hunter's been out with him over the last two weeks as well. Obviously, you do that type of shit when you're trying to, you know, say that it, everything's okay, but clearly it is not. <clears throat> yeah, um, certainly not. It looks like we'll, we'll we'll see what comes of the the Wednesday thing in, in Congress, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of get the sense they're trying to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, and this press conference is going on right now. So there was a question from a reporter that says, uh, while there's no ties to you, your son could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? Uh, President Biden responded, it will not because he's done nothing wrong, and I'm proud of him. Sweet. Proud of him for, for what? Was it the crack? Or the whores. Maybe the horse. Like, the yeah. crack is kind of hard to justify, but the horse, we all approve of that. That was uh, a good run. Yeah. Let's be honest. It was a really good run. Yeah. I mean, if you can if you can pull all that off and manage to stay alive somehow, who cares about a couple of treason charges on the other side of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, and his teeth, too. Um, he went through a lot of shit, and, uh, <clears throat> and he, he looks pretty decent out in public, so good for him on that. But I think he's just proud of him for the horse. You know, and as a father with sons, you've got to be proud, you know, when your kids yeah, grow yeah. up and get gr- yeah. good horse. It's nice. Yeah. If it's your daughter, you disown her. But if it's your son, it's like uh, you look around to see if mom's watching and then you high five. Yeah, it's right? a little wink. Yeah. It's a little wink and a nudge with the elbow. And you're like, man, I'm super disappointed. Like in you're you. a real piece of shit. Yeah, bro. you are a real piece of shit. Man, you're going to learn one day, brother. And then uh, send them on their way. Uh, next up. The Mexican face of white supremacy. There was another uh, mass shooting uh, over the weekend here in Allen, Texas, uh, where a Latino man opened fire on people outside of an outlet mall in uh, Allen, Texas. Uh, The guy's last name is Garcia. However, the media was quick to claim that he appears to have ties with a right-wing conspiracy group or neo-Nazi ties as well. Um, I guess there was some form of badge, a little patch on his chest or something uh, like that. Right-wing death squad. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Okay. So some other reasons as well. Okay. Some stuff going around yeah. Twitter right now. That yeah, what do we, what do we got here? Ago. What do we got? Some uh, stuff from his uh, social pages. Okay. So maybe potential Edward Norton tat. Oh, chest. yeah. From, this, uh, this is like full on. Have you ever seen that movie Believer with Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really fucking good. Yeah. He's a, uh, I won't spoil it for you, but it, was, it came out in like 2002, I think. Uh, he's uh, kind of a self-hating Jew that becomes a neo-Nazi. It's like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Not sure. Can we verify these pictures? Because there's no face in them. So the next one down, there was a bunch of stuff from his uh, fucking... Social page. I like that smiley face with the Hitler mustache. Yeah, this was his. This was his prof pick. Uh, (laughs) Uh, That's actually pretty funny. I'm going to steal that, and if somebody makes me mad and I want to call him a Nazi, I'm just going to send him that. Wait, uh, go back to that that next picture, Bob. Right there. Uh, So he's got a whole. Are these all Mexicans that that believe in white supremacy? Yeah. Well, it's not white supremacy, right? It's fascism. That's not the same thing. National socialism is not the same as white supremacy. It's Can potato, potato. It's not a white it's, supremacist. It's though, not as a potato, Mexican? potato because Benito Mussolini was a nationalist Nazi fascist as well, and he certainly didn't think that the master race had blonde hair and blue eyes. Right? Yeah. So, so was I believe Pol Pot was a fascist as well, wasn't he? 
I, th- I believe so. No, but white supremacist, potato, potato, Nazi imagery. Uh, maybe. It's not no, entirely true. I mean, definitely. You, no, they do it all the time. Well, we're looking at the fucking obvious, or uh, the obvious. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, I don't know why they're into it. I, but well, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's not like ideologically, it's not the same. There's I, nothing about national socialism or or whatever that intrinsically that says that white people are better than black people. It's more like it's it's just nationalism to a fundamentalist degree. Now, I, I haven't seen this, Bob. Pop this up one more time. So those are all Mexicans, right? Yeah, this literally, I found this on Twitter five minutes ago. Okay. Like, is not that even him for it. in the middle? I think it's him. This is, if any of them are him, it's this one right here, yeah. the younger one. Okay, so uh, go to the that, that top one in the middle there, and those are all Mexicans, too, in front of a, a Nazi flag. Yeah, is this a different kind of Nazi flag, the one in the bottom right there? That yeah, Iron that's Cross? a symbol that I'm, I, I haven't seen before. Because the, the eagle that's just off screen is kind of the old Prussian Prussian uh, 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 logo or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, they're still Confederates in Brazil. Confederate what? Con- they're Confederados. Confederados. They're, uh, I don't know, a bunch of, conf- like, 20,000 Confederates fled America after the Civil War lost and set up shop in some spot. The emperor invited them because Brazil still had slavery for, like, another 20 years. <laughs> How yeah. big of a fucking loser piece of shit do you have to be <laughs> that you're still fighting a war you lost 150 goddamn years Not ago? Not only that, but in a totally different continent. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, man. We're, we're going to get you. We're coming back. Like, we, oh, boy. We, uh, we did an episode on that on Softcore History entitled Wasting Away Again in Slaveritaville. <laughs> <laughs> so these are just like the dumbest motherfuckers of all time. By the way, I've never even heard of this group, seen anything like this. I, I feel like this is a Dave Chappelle sketch. Like, yeah, it's, all Mexicans are, are white supremacists. These guys are something. I mean, look, it's it's, a, it's like a weird type of thing. 120 years ago, it would be it'd be unthinkable for someone named like Nick Chiadini to be a white supremacist. Mm. But you could easily see a guy named Chiadini or whatever walking with a tiki, tiki torch now. As it expanded out from wasp to like any sort of European ancestry to, I mean, Latinos are, have a lot of European ancestry. I don't know. Sure, I, but uh, but according it's to all the, a fucking mess. Yeah, but according to the Wall Street Journal here, they needed translators to talk to this guy's family um, after they raided the house. You don't even speak. I, the family doesn't speak English, and and but white supremacy is what you want to go for. There's there? a there's a level of contrarianism that borders on pathological, obviously, right? It's like there we've we've heard of these. Uh, there, there's there are rabbis who are Holocaust deniers. I believe Bill Maher had one of them in religious religious. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, but that guy is actually pretty famous, and he denies the Holocaust existed or happened at all. And it's like, all right, dude. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny the way that the media immediately started look. Oh, fucking, he's a white supremacist. Like, okay, uh, you know, crazy. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It, it's it's the 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 attempt to kind of the attempt to make this into oh, white supremacy again, man. <laughs> it's not when they say white supremacy. That is just a euphemistic way of saying white people. Right. Yeah. So that's why they want to apply it to things that aren't even white, like Larry Elder, for example, who's a fucking knucklehead, to be honest. But he's the black face of white supremacy and people are throwing bananas at him and shit. And white people are the he's he's part of the white problem, not the white people throwing bananas at this black man. You know what I mean? It's so fucking stupid. And to be honest. So this dude got kicked out of the military as well. 
Uh, he did? Okay. Yeah. He was in the Army for like three months, so he didn't even make it through basic training, I think, and they discharged him for being a psycho. Gotcha. So I, I haven't seen any evidence or any information yet about the gun he used or how he got a hold of it. But well, he was, he was a security guard for yeah. two different companies, I believe, and he was trained. Um, with, I didn't see how many. I just saw. That I mean, trained as a security guard. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, he had to. One of the. I guess the second security job he had, he had to go through some sort of uh, some form of uh, gun training for whatever that position was. Yeah. But I don't know what that entails. I, I do. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. What, yeah, what do they do? Uh, nothing. They <laughs> they teach you the basic laws of when you are and are not allowed to use the gun, but not at how to actually use it. I mean, they, there's some people. Some of the courses have. Um, well, you, you do have to qualify at a range. You have to hit X out of X targets, 30 out of 50 typically, and you just have to hit the fucking target. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it's not great. And then there are some places, like in California, to get a uh, weapons card, you can do it on a virtual screen. You don't even have to fire a real weapon. You can fire one of those fake air guns at a computer screen. No shit, you, like oh, Duck Hunt. Yeah. All right. It is literally like Duck Hunt. Fuck, yeah. dude. Sick. Um, yeah. I'm a security guard. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You are. Um, You've been so, playing Duck Hunt for years. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious. I know he, uh, he's also 33 and lives with his parents. Mm-hmm. That's uh, not a great sign. No. No, never So is. maybe we need to add that to our list, Bob. What, what was the one where you've got to prove that you can get laid? That's yes. one of them. Yep. And yep. now prove that you're not. Living with you know, your parents, thirty-five mm-hmm. years old, living with your parents yep. is probably yep. a good one too. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and if you if you have to move back in your parents after a backslide, you know, a friend needs to take the gun and keep it till you move out again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like an Maybe executor of a will. Where it's just like, hey, you hold on to this, and it'll and then, motivate you to get your own place again. Yeah. Yes. By the way, yeah. to your point about being pathological, I don't know if you caught this video. Now, this is in reference to Jordan Neely, but this is um, humorous. So I'm just going to play. Yeah, go ahead. This is to your point about the pathological contrarianism. Okay. So that's a white person. Sure is. And the cop is, uh, I think, black. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so she's she's wearing a shitty wig to try to look black there. Do you notice that? Yeah, she's she's trying her best, but it looks like Chris Farley. Yeah, Uh, which is also not great if you're a woman. It kind of looks like uh, that bald dude from the fucking Game of Thrones show. Uh huh. Well, yeah, Varys. Varys, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's like Varys in a wig. Uh, Although she's probably got a bigger dick than he did, since he had none. yeah, that's bizarre. I, that's another thing that happened this weekend. These fucking retards are out protesting, standing on train tracks. Yep. I mean, just run them over, dude. I know. If you're dumb enough to stand on train tracks, run them over. I saw the it, video. Usually the train doesn't stop. I was surprised the train was able to stop in time. Usually in New York, it's like, hey, dude, if you're on the tracks, like, sorry about your life. Yeah. You're done. And you I wonder, don't know how I was able to stop. I've been warned about the third rail since I was a child yep. and nothing. I, was, <laughs> I wanted somebody to get electrocuted so badly when that all started. And by the way, like, wh- however you feel about protesting and blah, 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 stopping traffic and, and all this dumb shit that people do, slowing down or stopping or inner or inconveniencing new york commuters is not a great idea no like if you're trying to get people on your side that is the worst possible way i could ever imagine in any other city if you block traffic and shit some of the people are going to be mad some people will be like oh yeah beep beep good for you if you block the train in new york 
people are going to fucking lose it. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's just like bad planning. Uh, one of the uh, videos I saw over the weekend uh, was a black lady because they had uh, videos of all these people in the train tracks. Uh, even a black lady was like, yo, I hope they hit him. I hope they hit him. She was like, yes, you don't inconvenience a New York commuter no. whatsoever. And yes, death is on the table. Anytime that somebody's jumped in front of the tracks, and one of my trains was stopped when I lived there, I was rooting for death every time and then wondering if we would have to stop the train to clear the body or could we just keep going? Because then I'd have to walk up the stairs and get a fucking cab and I didn't want to do that either. So I was hoping, I was rooting for the train on this. Uh, it looked like there was maybe roughly 24 to 30 people that were on the tracks. Man, I was rooting for the train. I mean, bad. I was yeah. like, just keep going. How do you feel about tracking people's behavior online? And I, so if a white person is talking about white supremacy and shit, that's their First Amendment right. Mm -hmm. If they're not advocating violence, you probably shouldn't say or do anything about it from the state. Um, but if it's like a Mexican wearing Nazi shit, that's a pretty good sign they're fucking dumb, dude. That's a pretty good sign that that person is crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to tell anecdotally who's crazy and who's not crazy, who belongs in an institution and who doesn't belong in an institution. But a Mexican whose family doesn't even speak English dressing up like a fucking brown shirt and, and talking shit about Nazism online feel like maybe that guy needs to be in a fucking prison somewhere. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, we posted a meme about Hunter Biden and they shut down our Facebook. Um, but this guy was able to post 80 fucking pictures dressed as a Nazi. Nothing. Never got flagged. The other odd thing about this guy is there was no likes on any of these posts mm -hmm. on Facebook or anything else. So either the guy had no friends or this was a brand new Facebook page that he decided to upload all this shit to. Um, super confusing. I'm well, sure. I don't think people with friends do mass shootings typically. Eh, probably. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it probably by the end of the day. Whereas that the trans one in Nashville we just can't crack it. You know, that's going to uh, be yeah. a while. They, there's the Nashville police said that there's a pending lawsuit, so they can't release the information. That's not how that works at all. Nope. Um, they're full of shit. Somebody is applying political pressure to them to keep them from releasing that manifesto. Correct. Um, because that, that has zero to do with it mm -hmm. whatsoever. Uh, who is it? Who filed the lawsuit? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Uh, next up. Wait, let's, let's go into this Al Sharpton thing. Sure, go ahead. Um, because. There's a lot of shit that happened this weekend. Yeah, he's talking about this Neely case. And I think it's, uh, it's interesting when people are, are right for the wrong reasons. Or right and also wrong at the same time because they just missed the point entirely. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> with the Reverend Al Sharpton yeah. in a fiery Saturday address, demanded criminal charges against all involved in the chokehold death of Michael Jackson impersonator Jordan McNeely. How about That's violent impressive. criminal Jordan McNeely? Uh, the media wants to go with Michael Jackson impersonator, okay. well. you know? So, we're going to do that and we're going to forget about the other 44 crimes that he committed. Since 2013, Sharpton urged charges against two other strap hangers seen in the video uh, where Marine veteran Daniel Penny wrapped his arm around the homeless and mentally ill victim's neck until Neely was left motionless on the floor. You're not going to choke this young man to death, Sharpton said, and not let us stand up and raise our voices from a civil rights point of view. We are petitioning that the choker and the two folks helping him are all brought before a grand jury. Choker. If Choker. this Marine makes it through all this and doesn't get fucked with, which he shouldn't, but who knows, in New York, 
uh, he should definitely get uh, the choker tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe a mural of Jordan Neely just below that. Doing like but which the moonwalk. One? Okay, yeah. Doing yeah. the moonwalk. That's, what I, that's okay. the one that I want. Like, yep. So it's the choker, and then on top of the text, he's moonwalking across the text. Yeah, I don't want the homeless one. I want the Michael Jackson impersonator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want that one. I <clears> definitely <throat> don't want him like a homeless guy tattooed on me, but I, yeah. I want the Michael Jackson So one. he says, uh, let's see, prosecutors haven't decided if they're going to charge him yet or not. Um, uh, Sharpton s- s- echoed the... F- frustrated father of McNeely, uh, who was 30, by the way, um, who told the Daily News there needed to be accountability and an arrest in his son's death. Um, He says, a mental issue on a train is not to be sentenced with death. Uh, This man needs to be prosecuted. Uh, If you do not prosecute, you will set a standard of vigilantism that we cannot tolerate, uh, Sharpton said. The precedent alone is a threat to all of us, we cannot allow this lawlessness to go unchecked. He's absolutely right about that. If uh, you coke trafficking FBI informant piece of shit, mm-hmm. by the way, yep. that's who Al Sharpton is. But anyways, uh, that kind of lawlessness can't be tolerated, and it will result in more vigilantism, but not in the way he's talking about. We're not talking about the behavior of the Marine here or the two gentlemen who assisted him. We're talking about the lawlessness that set the stage for this to happen in the first place, this nut job. For uh, Soros-funded DA Alvin Bragg, who we all know from the Trump thing, right? Who's just been lying about so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lying about so much stuff, and he's he's including about being Soros-funded. Mm-hmm. Like you look it up on the internet, fuckface. It's not hard to find anymore. Ref- he and other DAs around the country refusing to prosecute and imprison dangerous criminals like Neely. Uh, allowing them to prey on the community for years at a time. Since 2013, this guy's got 42 arrests in the last 10 years. Um, They will inevitably lead to this kind of behavior. You can only push people so far until they start reacting to it, right? So, yeah, you're right, Al. I I mean, when you don't prosecute this shit, and you're seeing it in San Francisco and and everywhere else, what are people supposed to do? Somebody comes on a train, threatens everybody on the fucking train, and then throws down a jacket and, and demands that they're going to fucking fight people. I mean, if what are we, we supposed to do as American citizens? God damn it, where's Giorgio? If uh, Mirab or whatever the fuck had come by and stole his jacket, that would have been really funny. Yeah. Mirab. Yeah. yeah. yeah Do you yeah, see yeah, that yeah. shit with the fake nonsense at UFC? Uh-huh. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyways, yeah, I mean, this is what you should expect to happen if, if, uh, if law enforcement doesn't monitor that kind of stuff if they don't enforce property crimes and quality of life crimes and stuff like that eventually people will start doing it for themselves we've even seen it in san francisco right yeah do you remember like three years ago when they refused to, to uh unring the ordinance that allowed people just to fucking sleep on the side of the fucking sidewalk in front of people's doors and stuff and and these uh San Francisco residents started buying giant boulders and putting them out in front so they couldn't set up shop there. Mm-hmm. And then people were start trying to sue them. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You're trying to sue me for not having a bum sleeping on my fucking door stoop. Even, uh, what, four months ago, we did that story where the guy took a water sprayed hose him water, yeah. and sprayed him with water. He's being charged um, for spraying this guy uh, with water so he can have a fucking business there. Um, I guess the, the, the plan or the goal for the country is... Let homeless people do whatever they want. Let the mentally insane do whatever they want. 
and um, like the rest of us can't do anything about it. We just have to understand that they're homeless and mentally insane and that we, we can't protect ourselves or do anything anymore. Yeah, I like dogs, but if one starts snapping at me, I'm going to shoot it in the fucking face. Yeah. That's just kind of how that goes, right? I don't get it, man. <clears throat> but this has been the plan. This has been the Soros plan the whole time. Like he's, he's on record saying he wants to destroy America, and Yuri Orlov is on record explaining exactly how the Soviets planned on doing it, which is exactly what's unfolding in front of your very eyes right now. So why does Soros want to do it is the question. Um, because he wants a, a globalist government. And you can't have a superpower. Like, think about it this way, I guess. We're the last horse that has to be broken. Okay. You know what I mean? To get everybody in line. The EU was pretty easy. Like, the UK did their whole Brexit thing. They still haven't figured it out. And maybe they won't, right? Who knows? Mm-hmm. They, it may never actually get implemented in the way that they wanted it to. And there's there's some chance that they're going to hold another referendum in the next couple of years and rejoin the EU even. Um, but that's the last stage is breaking the will of America. So I, I, cause me, I have a different view on this. I think the last stage would have been breaking China because I don't see China breaking. You're not going to break China. So it'll be the, it'll be the world versus China. Basically. That's what they're looking for. Gotcha. Okay. But we're the last susceptible country left. My right? money's kind of on China then. Is that weird? Uh, China versus the world. If this is an NBA All Star game or an NHL All Star game, maybe I think, I think it's China. But if you money on China, so one. you get like, but with <laughs> China, China is a bit of a paper tiger. No pun intended. Uh, in that regard, like they I can, like the pun. They control a lot of stuff, but uh, like Saudi Arabia, for example, you can control Saudi Arabia by controlling the U.S. because Saudi Arabia, like seventy percent of their assets that make them the richest assholes in the world, are U.S. assets, mm-hmm. right? And if our economy tanks, then they're fucked. So you can easily control them and a bunch of other countries by control. If China went away today, there would be some. There would be a lot of butthurt to spread around, right? But the energy sector wouldn't collapse. If U.S. went away today, then the ener- energy sector is in big trouble yeah. because of the petrodollar and because of how much we spend on energy. We we use what like forty percent of the world's fuel or some yeah. shit. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Soros, uh, next up is Soros buying Vice. Uh, Vice Media, who we talked about last week, which uh, once had an evaluation of $5.7 billion, went, ro- went woke, is now broke, uh, and is now set to be acquired out of bankruptcy at a valuation of around $400 million by Fortress Investment Group and Soros Fund Management. I mean, he was the That's last crazy, guy to dude. not own his own fucking publication, right? Yeah. Everybody else does. Well, I guess Bezos, Bill, Bezos Bill owns, doesn't, but everybody else does. Bezos owns uh, Washington Post. Uh, Elon owns Twitter. Mm-hmm. Who else? Is, yeah, who else is? Uh, Bill Gates doesn't own. Well, does he? No, he doesn't. Right? Uh, does Microsoft have MSN, their own? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. I, I think probably MSN is probably his. I would guess. But a bankruptcy filing appears imminent uh, and would be a fitting ending to the tumultuous story of Vice, a new media phoenix that rose out of the ashes with its iconoclastic counterculture facade, then quickly sought to supplant the media establishments before persuading it to invest hundreds of millions of dollars. 2017, after a funding round from the private equity firm TPG Group, Vice was worth $5.7 billion. Around this time, the company realized that for the money to keep flowing, it would need to curb its rebellious ways and quickly turned woke, losing most of its fans in the process. 
Uh, just in case anybody wonders why uh, Vice went woke. Um, that happens, though, with everything. Every single corporation. Um, eventually... Starts off as a, you know, it all starts off fun and games from the basements, and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger. Board members come in, they make decisions. The people who started it are no longer in charge. Then you've got to try to, uh, especially a media network, turn into something broad instead of the niche audience you had created, which was loved. And that's when it all goes to shit. I can't wait to do it here. Yeah. We're going to have to change the name. Bros will be unacceptable. The drinking uh, people. Maybe. People. Is people okay? Can uh, you we are allowed. Bob, do you think people's Bob's, all right? Drinking, Bob's telling me we can't people? say people. I don't say people. I, it already doesn't feel right. It almost implies that some people aren't people. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? right. And that's exclusionary. Is someone not drinking here not a person? Yeah, And why enough. is that person yeah. already black? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, that's because of the shoe polish. Yeah. But, and that's just mandatory yeah. when you walk through the front doors, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I will get back to you on that. I, genders? Do we go drinking genders? What do we do? Um. We are. Uh, I would say maybe drinking humans, but the obviously like the, what about transhumanism? Make, though? But the, yeah, it's transhumanism. Not, you put a Y in there, not an A, right? It can't, you can't yeah. the, word, the man in there. Um, I, man, this is a tough one. I will look, guys. We'll get back to you on this one. Uh, definitely going to replace the American flag logo with uh, something. It'll just be a picture. Flags. It'll be rainbow flag with uh, Hillary Clinton and, and where the stars and stripes go. Mm-hmm. And it'll just say herstory. Yeah. Right. That ain't going to be a good one. Yeah. I think it'll be a good one. And uh, we'll be brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, we get it. There's a bunch. Nike. We'll just wear oh, Nike yeah. and everything else. Uh, who is the other one? Uh, Balenciaga's pedophiles. Yes. So it's not like eh. Patagonia super work, though. Yes, yes. You shouldn't buy any of their stuff. No, they're out of, uh, yeah, they're they're out of Ohio up there. Kids, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Half off the adjustable base bundle package right now. 50% off when you order an adjustable base and a mattress combined together. Our most popular option is the Split King which comes with two remote controls instead of one. Uh, but it, it does the same thing, kids. Uh, you get all the same benefits. You get to go upsy downsy all around Z there. And uh, it's got flashlights, USB ports, you name it. Ghostbed.com has it on that bundle package. Now, if you're saying to yourself, Ross, I've already got an adjustable base. I just need the mattress. 40% off with the promo code DRINKINGBROS at checkout over there. You're also getting uh, two free luxury pillows when you get that mattress, and that's delightful because the pillows are just as good as the goddamn mattress. I highly recommend the sheets, by the way. When you're going through the the whole lineup over there at Ghost Beds, uh, check out the sheets. Throw those in as well. Huge fan. uh, Huge fan of all their products. I have not tried the weighted blanket. I'm not going to. I can't sleep for 14 hours a day. But everybody else who can, it's great. I heard you sleep for... Like a fucking bear on this goddamn thing. So good for you. When you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And uh, all the deals I mentioned are applicable with that. So at checkout, I don't care if you want to get 50 fucking mattresses. Uh, You can do so. And they're still obligated to give you the three-year pay-as-you-go program. So check that out at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Sponsor-wise, does it get any better than HelloFresh? Hello! HelloFresh! I see you! 
I've been eating them with my wife for, man, I want to say three to four years now. Uh, We have it Monday through Thursday, maybe Friday, depending upon what the kids want to do. But it is the freshest ingredients you can get delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, And it's even cold. It's even chilled for you. So you can pop it right out of the box and into the fridge. Look, kids. Uh, If you're like me and you're going to the grocery store a few times a week and you're noticing that bill creeping up into triple digits, it's because you're trying to buy fresh food for your family. It's not sweet. However, HelloFresh makes it a lot easier by doing it for you. These are fresh meals with unbelievably fresh ingredients that get shipped right to your house with a little tiny card that tells you how to cook it. Uh, Some meals you can even do in like 15 minutes. Some of the steaks a little longer, but uh, I'm not kidding, kids. I've had it Monday through Thursday or Friday for pretty much the last three or four years of my life. I'm a gigantic fan of them, but I never got a savings like this. Uh, This is HelloFresh.com slash DrinkingBros16, where you use the code DrinkingBros16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I'm going to say that one more time because you're getting 16 free meals here. Nobody can offer you that. Not in podcasts and certainly not in life. How they're doing it, I'm not sure, but good on them. I love the food. It's the best in the biz. And right now you can get 16 free meals by going to HelloFresh.com slash Bros 16 and use the code DRINKINGBROS16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping gigantic fan of these guys there's a reason why HelloFresh's tagline is america's number one meal kit it's because they are next up we got ketone iq and this is at hvmn.com visit hvmn.com use the promo code drinking bros at checkout to save 20 percent off over there uh huge fan of these guys this is brain fuel What is Ketone IQ? Ketone IQ is brain fuel. It's an energy boost. But more importantly, it is a clean energy boost without sugar or caffeine. When do you use it? Take a shot whenever you need to re-energize. The brand name is HVMN, uh, which stands for Health Via Modern Nutrition. Uh, Please note, they are not a keto diet product, okay? I know Ketone IQ is the name of it, uh, but they're not a keto product, all right? 60% of the Tour de France uses it. They also just got a huge grant from the DOD, so a bunch of our military is using it uh, overseas. You can find Ketone IQ in your local Sprouts uh, starting now. They're in every single Sprouts across the nation, or you can go to hvmn.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to save 20% off. Again, that is hvmn.com, promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. I take a cap full of this shit every single day to get the engines going. Uh, Delco Dan, though, is always stealing it from me. You sons of bitch! Uh, next up, we got buyraycon.com slash drinking bros. Best headphones in the biz and the only headphones uh, that are actually under $100 in this life. I don't know why the fuck headphones are so goddamn expensive. I don't understand Beats by Dre. Uh, the quality is just okay to me. Uh, I had them before I had Raycon. Once I had Raycon, I was like, well, shit. 
These are better and they're cheaper. Of course, I'm going with these. We all gun through headphones, especially if you're at the gym, uh, on work calls, or, uh, or you're just hanging out and writing with them or watching TV in the other room while your kids sleep. Um, we, we got a ton of them at the house, dude. But let's face it, man. Spending $300 uh, by Bose or Beats by Dre or something like that isn't fucking worth it, dude. Give these Raycons a shot at buyraycon.com slash drinking bros. First of all, you're going to get 15% off. Second of all, in my opinion, these are the best in the biz. We've had these guys for three fucking years at this point. Everybody who's had these has said the exact same thing. Uh, Raycon is a premium audio uh, at a perfect price point. Um, so you can listen when you want, uh, how you want, without breaking the bank, dude. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't pay an arm and a leg for these goddamn things. Uh, and I agree. I, I will back this company. If you fucking hate it and you order Raycon, dude, you can personally DM me and be like, hey, I didn't like these. I, we've never had it once. In three years on this show, we've never had someone say they didn't like Raycon, especially in this fucking economy, dude. Every purchase needs to be perfect. Uh, try these guys out. They offer two years of product per protection uh, as far as insurance goes for a few bucks if you want that. Uh, they offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee for international shipping. We got a lot of, of uh, listeners overseas uh, and a bunch of you uh, Australians and Canadians out there listening to the show as well. It's a flat fee for international shipping, so they're not going to fucking run you up there. They've got over 50,000 five-star reviews. They've got uh, on the earbuds, they've got the tap functions for noise isolation, awareness mode, uh, and a shit ton of custom gel tips for the perfect most comfortable in-ear fits, which is important. Uh, I have huge ear holes. I don't know why. I, re- I have no answer for that. So those fucking earbuds, shitty to me. Never been able to use those goddamn things. Uh, never had a problem with Raycon. Uh, they're water and sweat resistant, and they have eight hours of playtime on those everyday earbuds. Uh, so if you're like me, dude, and you're looking for a cheaper option, which I was, uh, go to fucking buyraycon.com slash drinking bros today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That is buyraycon.com slash drinking bros to score 15% off. Head on over to buyraycon.com slash drinking bros today. These guys are the best in the biz. Uh, but uh, the company's uh, largest debt holder, Hedge Fund Fortress, uh, will likely end up controlling the company, the hedge fund would probably take control of management. They said Fortress would find another role within the company for vice co-founder Shane Smith. Wink. It's usually a three-year gig, and then you're out of there, so you can turn over uh, all the inner workings of it. Uh, Another buyer could emerge and outbid Vice's lenders for control in a court-supervised sale. I mean, for $400 million, Elon should buy this and shut it down. Or buy it and have his own network. So I don't know if you remember, but uh, after Al Gore lost to Bush. And yeah, Bob, he bought Al Jazeera. He did. Yeah. I forget what year that was, Bob. If you want to look up what year he bought Al Jazeera. 2003 or four. And he was going to, he had like a bunch of climate changing programming and all this other fucking crazy shit on there. Well, he bought like 30% and then licensed or had a licensing deal for Al Jazeera America, I think. Um, but Al Jazeera is owned by the uh, UAE government. Correct, because he or ended Qatar, up is it Qatar? selling it. Um, so he's no longer involved. You know that, right? He yeah. sold that years ago. Um, I'm sure he turned a decent profit and kept he his made carbon a footprint low. He made a ton of money off that deal. He made a fuck ton. Um, because starting a, a, a brand new channel 
is very, very difficult. And if you can buy this for $400 million, that's a fucking steal. For you know, there's, there's talk that uh, Tucker is going to try to start some new network show, not independent media, but like an actual network. Right. Not, not on an existing network. Like he wants to make a new news network. Yep. Um, sure does. Got a call about that over the weekend, actually. It's possible. I mean, with the <clears throat> so he could get quite a few people to come on board with him. Sure could. Uh, maybe this show. Um, somebody had hit me up over the weekend, uh, Hollywood-wise, and told me about this and said that uh, he's looking for a group of like-minded people like himself for this new network. Um, right now, they're still trying to get out of the deal with Fox. Mm. Interestingly enough, and this is fucking insane to me, so when I talked to my Hollywood insider on this one, that contract ends January of 2025. What are the fucking chances, right? The, the election ends two months earlier, and then boom. Hey, congratulations. Wait till we get the election over with, take out the biggest conservative voice in media, and then we'll let you back. Now, his lawyers out in L.A. are fighting this tooth and nail. Saying, yeah, you hey. can't. You can't uh, there, there's a lot of uh, uh, case law in civil court saying you can't prevent somebody from working. Right. But what they're saying, Fox is on this side, Hollywood-wise, mm-hmm. they're saying, hey, we're just going to pay you. Yeah, but they can't. That, there's been cases like this before. I, but- look, I think it'll eventually turn in Tucker's favor. My mm-hmm. only question was, after this conversation I had this weekend, is how fast he can get up and running. Because again, this is starting in like four months. Well, here's, he is an important voice yeah, yeah. In, in the election. Some might say that he's probably the most important voice. So his staff stayed on for about a week and a half after he left, and I just started seeing all of them post farewell to Fox stuff on social media this weekend. Yeah. So there's already stuff in the works. They okay. wouldn't just leave a job at the biggest fucking cable news network to, to go do nothing. Right. right. Um, and I agree on that one. The other part of this is uh, Fox, they were number one. Talked about this for years and years. They've been number one for years. But not anymore. Nope. Now they're fucked. No. They, uh, they finished behind MSNBC in the mm. ratings. And it's bad. MSNBC is usually second place or third Or third, place. yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, they've, like every single time slot from 7 p.m. onward, all the way to Gutfeld actually, mm-hmm. ruptured this past week. So Sure did. Yeah. Uh, and it's not great. Um, so he's got to get back out there. I just, I wonder how fast he can get up and running because, you know, Dan and I will tell you even this media network, which we're not even close to the level of Tucker Carlson is still hard to run. It is still hard mm-hmm. to get new shows up and operating and out to the world and all that other shits and then get people to find him. Now, Tucker would be overnight, whoever he brings with him, uh, whether it shows or a network or just a team or anything else, uh, that's still going to take a while, but. It's out there. I know what I've heard on the inside. Rumble has backed up the fucking truck. Um, who's the other one? News Nation, I think, or Newsmax. Newsmax. Probably Newsmax. Newsmax. News Nation's more. News, News, Newsmax. Nation where... News, News Nation has Cuomo, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh, Newsmax, according to the person I talked to over the weekend, has offered him double the salary. So it would be $40 million a year if he moves over there. And they've also offered him full control of programming which has never happened in a fucking network history. I mean, that would be an easy thing to do, but Tucker doesn't do easy things. I think he's going to start his own cable news network. It would be rad. I would love love to see it. Not only would it be rad, but he may not make $40 this year or next year off of that, but he's going to make billions of dollars 
over the next 20 years. Correct. Right? And, and he's rich enough already yeah. that he can afford the luxury of mm-hmm. it. Uh, same with like uh, Rogan down here in Austin. Building that comedy club downtown. He took his time. Made it fucking perfect. It is beautiful inside and everything else. And uh, going through all those permits in downtown Austin, especially during COVID and post-COVID, is a fucking nightmare down there. But he didn't care. He had the luxury of, of the money and everything he's sitting on. He's like, great. When we're ready to rock, we'll rock. And I'm rich enough to ride this mm-hmm. out. So is Tucker. So we'll see what happens here. But he, I know this. He is currently trying to get the fuck out of there and start this very, very quickly so he can get on board for the election, which will lead us into the next story. Uh, Trump, uh, according to new polls, is leading Biden bigly, bigly. Uh, A stunning new ABC News Washington Post poll out Sunday contains nothing but bad news for President Joe Biden and good news for his potential 2024 opponent, Donald Trump. According to the survey, the president trails his predecessor by seven points in a hypothetical 2024 general election matchup. Uh, respondents were asked whether they would definitely vote for Trump or Biden, probably vote for Trump or Biden, or vote for someone else or not vote at all. Among those who definitely prefer one candidate over the other, Trump leads Biden 36 to 32. But when those probably uh, voting were uh, added to the tally, Trump's margin balloons to seven points as he holds a 45 to 38 advantage over Biden. Uh, were you shocked by this? No. Because of everything that's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, people are not thrilled. No. About how things are going in life right now in America. Um, <clears throat> they're looking at their regional banks disappear. They're looking at windfall golden parachute payments to assholes. They're looking at 700,000 people getting ready to march over our border. And they're looking at their own bank account. And they're like, what the fuck, dude? I would vote for anybody but Biden if, yeah. if I'm a normal American at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is only going to get worse, in my opinion, because unless they enact or is, is there a, is there a possibility he could extend this Title 42 by Thursday? He can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's president, right? Yeah. yeah that, uh, okay. Title 42 was an executive order. He can do that right now. So he could do it if he wanted to. Yeah. But if he doesn't. Um, now that national media is finally starting to cover uh, negative <clears throat> Biden stories here. This is going to get worse in the next couple of days for him, along with the banks and everything else. Yeah, imagine if like national media covered bad things as bad and good things as good. And then the voters just decided if the, the scales were one way or the other. Strange, right? You know what I mean? That would be, that would be something. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, this poll, the ABC News Washington Post poll, is rated as an A on 538. Which it means, also it also has DeSantis up the same amount as yeah. uh, as Trump on so those two are tied against Biden. So that tells you that it's anybody but Biden at this point. Um, and and I get it. Uh, I'm shocked that they published the poll though. It's a little bit different. So instead of forty five thirty eight, it's forty two thirty seven, but it's similar. It's I mean, very, it's, close. Yeah, it's very close. Either way, it looks like um, you can throw anybody out. And Biden's going to lose, right? But it's we haven't even started campaigning yet. No, um, I don't know what their strategy is going to be. They can't go full twenty twenty. They can't hide him this time, right? I wonder. Even well, not if he's trailing in the polls. If he was up with a comfortable margin, you can hide him and let him go. If if like they had so much ammo against Trump last time, pending indictments and all that bullshit, 
and uh, you know having the entire intelligence community lie about stuff. But all that's been exposed. They're, they'll have a card to play. I just don't know what it is yet. Well, if you remember in 2020 when they were hiding him, they, instead they put out and it was cl- like you know it was close. Obviously, they built uh, that fake White House set. The, all, all of it. it but they so also weird. they also uh, trotted out Obama, Hillary, like all the the Dem favorites to go and do these rallies, speeches, concerts, all that other stuff. They're obviously going to have to do the same thing again. Now, here's where things will get super interesting, because you and I talked about this in 2016 with Hillary. Remember when Hillary had, uh, fuck, uh, what was she wearing the, the colored glasses for? God damn it. Oh, uh, she, she missed that event we were supposed to do in Wilmington. The one where she fell down going into her yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was AIDS. Nah, it wasn't AIDS, but. Uh, yeah, the internet's saying it's AIDS. Oh, is, is it? No. Is it AIDS? Okay. Uh, fuck, I, f- I forget the name of it, but uh, she missed the event that we were supposed to cover in Wilmington, North Carolina. Dan and I got invited out to meet all the politicians and do all the things. Uh, but with this, um, I think you might see AI take over here for some of these speeches and some of these videos. If you're willing to release just a YouTube video to announce that you're going uh, up for president, what's to stop somebody in Hollywood from making the best AI shit for Biden? To just pump out video after video after video? Uh, nothing. I mean, you know, it would be embarrassing if they got caught, I guess. If they got caught. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to prove. You can always say that you, you know, this was doctored, that's not real, here's the original video, blah, 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 blah. I think technology is getting close enough for this to happen. Shit, imagine AI in a year from now. This would be pretty goddamn good. I mean, Delco and I were fucking around with those pictures and the O.J. Simpson pics at Cinco de Mayo and all that other shit. Very small things in the background that are off about these photos. Uh, But even this writer's strike that's going on um, over the weekend, they were talking about this isn't just about the writers. It's about animators and everybody else because everybody's going to employ this this AI technology. They're scared about what's going to happen over the course of the next year. I would not be surprised if they started AIing some Biden videos and speeches to get him out there and make him seem like he's more competent. I really wouldn't, um, because I think we're there, we're there now. Yeah, I mean, and then you know, um, they, they've got to do something big because right now his approval rating is thirty six percent, his disapproval rating is fifty six percent. No incumbent president has ever been reelected with an approval rating lower than forty ever. Um, going into the election year. So, and there's I, I, very unlikely his his numbers are going to go up because what, what is he going to do policy-wise for the remainder of this year that's going to change anything? Title 42 is about to go away and we're about to see an unprecedented run on our border. And I that, frankly, I think there's a good chance his approval rating drops into the 20s after this. So coming back from that, not possible. You know what I mean? So if you're the Democratic Party, do you try to smear one candidate or the other i mean you know they've they've made they've made it uh common practice the dnc has uh to prop up or even fund republican candidates that they think are shitbags mm-hmm. to get them elected or to at least get them into the the, the general election so they can beat them there's going to be something big like that, right? Some misdirection, some bait and switch. There's something coming. Or the opposites. Do you charge him and his son and get them the fuck out of there? How do you charge Joe without charging so many other people? Ron Klain, for example, who would likely be a big player in whatever the next Democratic administration is. I think they're willing to fucking do all of it, uh, especially after this weekend and everything that's been going on, right? If you're looking at these approval numbers, because let's face it, not only was the coverage about the border and all that other shit 
wild to me to see because you never seen anything that negative about Biden. But this is ABC and Washington Post. Yeah. We just talked to this is fucking Bezos's company who said, hey, we're going to drop this poll during the midst of all of this shit with this looming decision coming. What Wednesday, you said from Comer? Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be your best out, right? Yeah. And there, if you look at the cross tabs of this poll, it's kind of fucked, man. It's like they ask respondents uh, who's better, who does a better job handling the economy, Trump when he was president or Biden. 54% chose Trump, 36% chose Biden. That's, that's bad, man. I mean, I, like, I don't think you could come back from that. Now, who knows, right? There is one president that I know of who had the numbers you were talking about going into that year. Who was it? Uh, Truman was clocking a 36% approval rating. Yeah, but he was 40% by June. He was... June of that year. Yes. And, and who was he running against? Uh, Dewey, famously. Yeah. Oh, Eisenhower? No. No, Dewey. Dewey defeats Truman, the famous... Oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, Truman was uh, before... It's fucking, it's fucking Monday, dude. I, we all know that I suck on Mondays. Like, I'm not hiding anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the other part of this that I find interesting with, uh, with Trump is we said this about running in his last election. If he just ran off of what he did, because all the policies were correct, and most of us agreed with them, uh, including the border, which is now coming back to haunt everybody mm-hmm. here. If he just would have ran off of that and shut the fuck up out in public... He probably would have gotten reelected. Now, with this time around, he's not on Twitter. He's not on social media. Um, therefore, you're just seeing negative policies from one president versus positive policies versus another president in this without him screaming in people's faces. Sort of. I mean, you know, CNN and MSNBC and all the fucking network news companies are going to be replaying old shit from Trump talking about indictments and blah, 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 the entire election cycle. So it's not entirely true. And also Trump will find a way to put his foot in his mouth. Just a matter of how deep, I guess, and what the impact is. Um, But then CNN and all them will be forced to cover him again. So Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, if he can remain temperate, he's got a pretty good shot. If he could get DeSantis on board and make him his VP, he would definitely win. That Mm -hmm. would be a landslide victory, I think. But I don't know how likely that is after all the shit he's talked. And I don't don't necessarily know that. Kamala was able to, to do it, though. Yeah, but she's a fucking empty suit. DeSantis has got ambition. But the Biden family hated her. They still hate her. Let's face it. Everybody hates her. Yeah. Her, her husband, her fucking parents. The wife. You can Jill, tell. Jill fucking yeah. hates her. Um, but it, it's hard to say. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be fascinating. I think we might see record low voter, ter- voter turnout. You think so? Yeah. Compared to like the last four or five election cycles, I think it might be. Because who's there to be excited about here? If Biden does indeed run as the Democratic nominee, typically when you see high voter turnout, it's young Democrats who boost those numbers or somebody like a populist like Trump, but his populist wave is over. Mm-hmm. So I think we might see quite a few, quite a bit less okay. vo- voter turnout this time than uh, before. It'll be interesting to see. How I highly goes. agree with you, Dan, after spending uh, a weekend with like 5,000 liberals and kind of getting the, the lay of the land, they're really angry with the party. And a lot of them are super angry with the COVID handling of everything. So really in yeah, what way? Massively. Yeah. What what way about the COVID, by the way? So a lot of them are having long-term COVID effects. Uh, One individual who I was with this weekend's father passed away after vaccination. Um, Yeah, just overall. I didn't, it was very surprising to me to see how openly they were talking about it and how angry they were towards it versus how hard they pushed against it 
previously. And that that's a parent outing I was at a couple weeks ago that I shared on the show. Uh, that was one of the things they were talking about, actually, was the effect that the shutdown had on their children. And they were very, very angry about that. And I, I was surprised as well to hear uh, some liberals talking about that. I was like, oh, all right. And uh, look, you fuck with a, a woman and her kids, then you can switch it. Um, that's certainly what happened to Trump in the last election. You didn't get that uh, white suburban mom to come out and vote. You might now, so we'll see. Uh, either way, the next year is going to be really interesting. I agree with you. If DeSantis was the running mate, it's over. That, that is tomorrow that, that race is over, and there's no going back. You're talking about the white race? Uh, well, that too, mm. obviously. But um, uh, And then now we've got Mexicans, obviously. I'm, I'm who Mexicans are up. stealing all our good Nazi jobs. Yeah, dude. Seriously, dude. I like so I- if we're looking for the future here, apparently Mexicans are with us. I understand that Hitler had like cool occult art and stuff like they're not you'll never beat the nazi unit it wasn't just hugo boss right <laughs> like the nazi uniforms are dope i get it man it's cool but maybe move on from the whole not nazi stuff yeah like become celtic or something i think it's just an easy uh it's just an easy thing to hang on to where or you're just like eh, what's that nazi what, All right, what's you know? what was the uh there's an ancient egyptian religion that the swastika actually originates from right right that's to t- turn. It's Hindu, you say? Oh, that it is Hindu. You're right, yeah. So let's just all convert to Hindu. They got a million gods. You can worship anybody you want. I prefer the ones with big ass titties. Same. Right? Same. Um, I need an ass, too. Well, yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, I think all gods have nice asses. I haven't seen one that doesn't. A lot of, a lot of squats. Find of me gods. a god that doesn't have a nice ass. Yeah. A lot of squats. Like, look at gods. Vishnu. True. Eight arms, big ass. Great ass. Yeah. Uh, and also purple, so, or whatever, blue, whatever color it is. Um, yeah. This year, this next year, though, holy shit, man! This is gonna get wild. I don't know how <sighs> this is gonna shake out. Do you think it's gonna get wilder than France press from today? Mm, yes, yeah, I do. Mm. I think I think some wild shit's really gonna go down. I couldn't get the phrase "live retards" out without laughing. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I really wanted to, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, I think some wild shit's gonna happen in the next year. For real, it, it's and it's fun hosting a show like this where you get to talk about it every day. Is I, I this election is going to be nuts, dude. It could be the end of our country. Let's hope so. <laughs> you know, uh, d- the end of things doesn't have to be sad. No, you know what I mean. We can celebrate it. Yeah, we can celebrate it. Life's a cycle, man. I eat uh, a cow and then I shit, mm-hmm. and the shit makes grass. The cow eats the grass, and I eat that cow again. Yeah, dude. Circle over of life. and over again, man. Circle of life. No, I think we're all coming back together as non-voters who don't care, and that's going to bring the country back together, hating politics. Oh, I will definitely vote. I you will definitely will, but vote. The youth yeah. won't. I know. I that's, and it's true. Uh, there, there is nobody to be excited for for the youth. I well, we've that. got time. Maybe we should organize some kind of write-in campaign for me. Would you like to do it? Yeah. Why not just run as an independent? Uh, you have to meet certain requirements to even make it on the ballot federally. You ha- and you have to do it uh, different requirements in each state as well. That's right. We're seeing that happen in succession right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically saying RFK Jr. is an uh, independent candidate, even though he's not at all. Yeah. They're, they're like framing him that way in some weird, like, spoil candidacy. Uh, that's, it's well, that is me. what it is. I mean, and it's, he's going to spoil it for everybody. For both sides. Like, there, there's a lot of lefty poly, uh, populace that'll vote for him as well. Well, is he running as an independent? Or is no, he's he running ru- as no. a Democrat. Okay. But there are a lot of states 
um, that allow you to vote. I think Texas is one of them, right? You can vote in either primary. Open primary states, yeah. Open primaries. So, so you just go in, they're like, yeah, you Democrat, can only vote in, you Republican? You can only vote in one of the primaries, right? But yes. you can vote in whichever one you want. It doesn't matter what you're registered as. Some states... In fact, that changes your registration. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah, I think, okay. I think Wisconsin requires you to vote or uh, go to the primary you're registered for previously, but you can re-register anytime you want mm-hmm. up until what, like three weeks before the election, I think, something like that. I don't know about Wisconsin, but Texas, you just walk in and they're like, uh, Democrat or Republican? And then you just tell them whichever one you're more interested in voting in, basically. Well, yeah. well let's let's role play here for a moment. Okay. I'm the election official and you're coming in and I and I say that to you. How do you respond? I, is he, I wait, is he, wait, since we're role playing, res- is he wearing a gimp outfit? No, respond from both parties. So okay. give me your Democrat response. Democrat. Okay. Republican. Uh, Republican. <laughs> yeah. No. You. There's got to be an accent. Oh, okay. Uh, Republican. Does this truck look queer? Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Am I huh? drinking Bud Light? But no, man, really, I'm a Republican. It, <laughs> yeah, there is no accent, but I liked you, Bob. I'm going to give you some acting notes on that. It, okay. I thought it was great. Okay. Yes. Very enthusiastic. I Democrat. Are you I, kidding I, me? Yeah. Yes. And then Republican. Republican. Yes. Man, fuck. Do you think uh, there's any chance that the Democrat just starts crying? You never know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, but have you seen these interviews with RFK right now? No. Holy shit, dude. He's everywhere. He's talking about the craziest shit in the world. Yeah, he just said the CIA killed. Yes. Yeah. Two days ago, he yeah, got on somebody's podcast and was like, the CIA crazy, killed JFK. That's, not cra- that's very true. I know it's not crazy. That's um, very true. But it's wild that he's just like, yeah, fuck it. What are you going to ask me? Vivid. He's never turned down any question yeah. in any of these goddamn things. We got to get him on the show. He was supposed to be on a couple years ago, but they said they would shut us down for COVID mm. um, about the vaccination thing. You remember that? Yep. He was scheduled twice, and we were like, eh, do we risk this? Vivek uh, Ramaswamy is running as well from the Republican side. Uh, he's, he's a legit dude, but no chance. No chance. No money. No. No. Uh, next up, Texas Elementary School in hot water. Parents uh, in a Texas school district are demanding answers from school officials after first graders uh, allegedly forced their six-year-old classmate to perform a sex act while they filmed it. Uh, despite a teacher being in the classroom. Parents and community members angered by the situation at Plainview South Elementary School in Plainview gathered outside the administrative office of the Plainview Independent School District on Monday, according to the Plainview Herald, which we're all huge fans of, which noted the protest swelled to as many as 30 people throughout the day. Family members of the girl involved are planning another protest at 6 p.m. Friday, Uh, at a local Broadway park, uh, according to local NBC affiliate KCBD. Uh, Says here, a six-year-old was exposed to things that even adults would have a hard time overcoming. A protesting parent of another student at the elementary school told the Herald, uh, this is trauma at its worst. It is a trickle-down effect because it affects everyone around them. Now, I have not heard this story. What was the sex act? Uh, I don't know. I'm reading it right now. Uh, not that I love to comment on two six-year-olds, but it sounds like a blowjob. Yeah, that's that's what I gleaned from the situation was uh, actual mouth on a penis. Like yeah, multiple she, she, six-year-old males made one female put their mouth on one of the six-year-old males' dicks. Why? Uh, what was the what was the point of this? Well, there was also something about the kid had. Porn from his dad that he had gotten from his dad or some shit. I don't know if it, that was to say that he his dad gave it to him. It's like sit here and watch this. What are you, some kind of queer? Watch this porn, boy. Making a drink. I don't. I don't okay. know. There's no information on any of that stuff. But 
Um, so who filmed this in the classroom? The kids did the, using the kid one of the school it with a class iPads. iPad. So basically, yeah. the teacher had headphones in and was quote unquote helping another student and didn't recognize it, while the girl was kind of like forced or held under a desk, filmed with an iPad. She hit the kid with a book and then couldn't get away until they let her get away. Jesus Christ. The school didn't inform the parents of it about, I think, over a week later until the parents noticed a significant change. One of the, the cousins, her older cousin did, yeah. Her yeah. older cousin noticed that she wasn't eating, sleeping, or talking to people and wouldn't make eye contact and stuff and then went to the schools like, is anything going on here? Apparently the school uh, started the process of talking to police and all this bullshit that is never, uh, never told the parents, I guess. Um, Which is not great. Yeah. They're going to lose all the money in the world in a lawsuit on this one. Well, the taxpayers are. But. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Jesus Christ. I didn't hear anything about this fucking yeah. story. So I she, heard about the other one. She said she was hitting him with a poetry book um, to fight back until they let me go. Um, he said that uh, they, would, they would punch her, give her Indian burns, and call her names and cuss at her if she didn't uh, cooperate. Mm-hmm. And then the Plainview uh, Independent School District Superintendent H.T. Sanchez told KCBD that the school made a report and contacted Texas Child Protective Services when the school officials discovered video of the incident a day after it happened. Um, unclear why they didn't tell the parents. You're not understanding any of this whatsoever. Yeah, the statement assured that uh, Sanchez Assistant Superintendent Yasina Pardo and South Elementary Principal Jennifer Huey quote, have visited with the parents, guardians of families involved in a recent incident, blah, 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 blah. So I guess it's some, so between the beginning of this and now they've spoken with all the parents involved. But, um, yeah, it, it's the, the school board is putting out press releases saying they've done things by the book and been transparent and the families are saying otherwise. So I tend to probably believe the families because there's well, you no, have a video. There's too. No, well, I mean, certainly nobody's denying what happened, just like the reporting part of it. I don't think um, I don't think any parent is going to hear this information and not respond to it. You know what I mean? And so and so so a parent uh, gave one of the male students porn to watch on the iPad. That's I read that from somebody that was involved in the school district on Twitter. I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure exactly what happened, but I think. The kid, after when they did an investigation the next day, they found something with him or some shit like that. I don't know. If it, if it, if you can tie that to the parents, I think the fucking parents should be arrested as well. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're, uh, if you have a six year old now, I look, I do. We, we live in a different world than when we were six years old. Uh, clearly, like it's a different world. Um, but <laughs> maybe it's my kids, but not really, man. I mean, well, I mean, people, shit. kids have access on, on sometimes unfettered and unmonitored uh, access to the internet and who the fuck knows these days. But if your six year old is, uh, raping little girls, right? Well, then they've got access to shit. They shouldn't, you should arrest yeah. the fucking parents because on all this shit and my kid has an iPad and they use it in schools and all that other shit. They, shit, they even use it in preschools for Christ's sakes. Um, but all of them, all the apps, everything that, that they have is parent controlled. Mm. Uh, there is even passwords like, you know, for some of the, the kids channels on there that uh, they can't even watch anything adult related unless me or my wife enters in a passcode to change that, which obviously we have no reason to at this point. Um, if they can tie that back to the parents, the fucking parent, the parents should go to prison on this one, too. Yeah, but your iPad at home. Like YouTube will show you fucked up shit sometimes. 
you got to be careful watching that algorithm there. Yeah. But there's YouTube kids, right? So yeah. on, on my, like take my kid's iPad, for example. They only have YouTube kids. They are not allowed to get YouTube on there. So they're watching kids, and that's it, um, which is great on YouTube's part. Uh, the weird thing is that <clears throat> this type of behavior, um, if you saw it anywhere d- depicted uh, in any kind of media, it would be a crime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this exact stuff... These are the books that conservatives are trying to get out of classrooms that have, I mean, there's a, there's, there's a fucking over a hundred books that have some kind of, that are for kids between four and, uh, uh, eight years uh, old, 12 or well, four and eight, but four and 12, if you want to look at the entire picture, sure. well, I guess technically four and 13 at the end of middle school, but it's uh four between four and 13, over a hundred books that have been identified that have either graphic descriptions or actual drawings of people performing sex acts on each other Mm -hmm. so maybe it's not the parents who knows right maybe he saw this in a fucking magazine at school or some shit we'll see man um i didn't even hear about this fucking story over the weekend and i read a lot uh this one is is disturbing jesus christ um yeah fuck dude i rest the goddamn parents if they have anything to do with this uh next up Immigrants killed at uh, Brownsville bus stop. Seven people waiting at a bus stop uh, in a Texas border city were killed, and a dozen more were injured early Sunday when a vehicle rammed into them. Officials said the victims, who were believed to be migrants, uh, were to stop near a Catholic charities facility in Brownsville known as the Osnam Center, I've never heard of it, a senior law enforcement, uh, law enforcement official said. Initially, the senior law enforcement official said uh, authorities believed that it was an intentional act. Uh, the official later said that it's not clear whether it was intentional and that the investigation and the motive is ongoing yeah. here. Do you uh, have any more info on this? Um, yeah. I've I mean, heard different things behind the scenes, but yeah. Well, that Catholic charity is one of those stops that people make between ORR and uh, MVM Inc. Those vanilla envelopes with plane tickets and mm-hmm. shit on them and 2500 bucks in cash sometimes, that's what that is. So it's part of the trafficking cycle, frankly. But <clears throat> um, with regard to this particular case, it's uh, what I heard was the, um, the dude is Mexican and seemed to be targeting like immigrants, Venezuelans and Cubans specifically. That's what I heard too. Don't know why or whatever. Um, he's, he's not been cooperating with law enforcement. He's given them different names. Um, they're waiting for a fingerprint match to come back. I haven't heard anything yet today, but yeah, it was pretty brutal. This is one of the more brutal things I've seen. They didn't, you notice there was nothing about this on, on national news over the weekend. I didn't Uh, see anything about this. I had to read, I had to read about this article, uh, somewhere else because it was involving immigrants. Yeah, and, and migrants who've uh, illegally crossed over, and it's like, how do you cover it? Like for the media, how do you cover it without uh, making Biden look bad and making the border look bad when these people shouldn't be in the country anyways, and now they're here, yeah. and then they got fucking killed? Um, I can tell you from just my experience with uh, most Mexicans who have come over and uh, and actually legally gotten into the country and, and gotten visas or citizenship and all that stuff. They hate that the border's being flooded mm-hmm. um, because they look at it as a, uh, a source of pride that's, hey, I'm an American. I took the test. 
I went through all the paperwork. I did everything that I was supposed to do. Now people are just crossing, getting processed, and then that's fucking it. Um, but I know there is a hatred amongst uh, people who have come here legally against these immigrants that are trying to come in now. And it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Again, these are rumors. I, I can't substantiate it, but uh, that's, that's what I heard over the weekend here. Yeah, we'll see when the fingerprints come back. Uh, presumably they have by now, so they're probably dealing with that. Okay. Unclear what's because the other part of this is let's say he was an immigrant and then killed other immigrants, Mm -hmm. then that's even worse. Um, because you got uh, what eight to says 11 people here went to the hospital, uh, total and then uh, eight dead. So you got uh, seven or eight dead, 11 in the hospital, you know, with one truck here. If these are all immigrants that are involved in all of this shit, that's what we can probably be expecting, uh, when the shit ends on Thursday. Because it's going to be fucking chaos. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be. It's going. This is rough. Yes. I mean, it, it's we like we fucking live here. So if you go to uh, the Afghan-Pakistan border on the on the Pakistan side, there's a fucking. There's been a refugee camp there since the seventies, I think. At one point, it had like four million people, and I don't know what's going on there now. They there's probably a town built around it at this point, but. Um, we're we're looking at like what seven hundred thousand people. That's Austin. Mm-hmm. I mean, not quite, but it's close. Very close. Um, and you just drop all the population of Austin into one small town in southern Texas. How do you think that's going to go? I don't know. I there was a story we covered uh, a few months ago. Remember that old man who got charged for shooting that uh, immigrant in his backyard? Yeah. What's going to happen when when seven hundred thousand people cross? They're going to be hungry, mm-hmm. thirsty. Uh, they're going to need clothing and everything else. We don't have the capability to do it. Well, Joel Osteen will take care of it. Uh, he sure won't. Oh, he wouldn't yeah. even take care of the white people uh, down true. in Houston. So he's definitely not going to help out there and open up the doors of his church. Um, but what's going to happen then? I, in all sincerity, your only options at that point for food or shelter are going to be to go into somebody's house or start knocking on doors, begging in the streets. Where does that many people go that are just dropped off all in the same fucking day? Martha's Vineyard, maybe? Well, y- y- even then, uh, shit, there's, what's the population of Martha's Vineyard? That would be... Like fucking 2,000. I was going to say, it would be 80 times the amount, 100 times the amounts. Where do all these people go? Crime is going to go through the roof because they, look, you start running out of food, you start running out of money. Where else do you turn? You're going to go into somebody's fucking house and try to take all their shit. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to do another Trail of Tears. Just force march these people up to Seattle and Portland and let them retake those cities for us. Like, that's the deal. You go up there and retake those cities and, you know, however you got to do it. We're, we're not going to fucking tell you how to do it, but do what you got to do. Uh, and then those belong to you. Those are yours <laughs> from now New on. New Mexico. Yeah. That's not a terrible idea. No, it's not. Because, honestly, most of the people, the, the problem with all this is, one, we can't sustain it, and two, uh, just letting people in in mass like that, you're going to get a lot of cartel, criminal, terrorist people and shit like that. But the vast majority of people are just looking to make a better life for themselves. And to Bob's point earlier about uh, the the great replacement theory, which is what people call it, but really it's just the way America has always been, which is to say new immigrants come in and, and uh, uh, help the economy, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's not the worst idea I've ever heard. I think... If we did that, I think uh, Seattle and Portland just give the whole West be Coast better off. 
give them the whole fucking West I Coast. I think you'd be better off. All of California as yes. well. California, uh, Oregon, Washington, I think you give it 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. I think they would build back better, to use uh, Biden's mm-hmm. slogan there, and uh, and I think it would be fucking rad in like 25 years. Yeah, and then when They're people, all hardworking. Yeah, when people come asking for reparations from them, they're going to be like, well, I walked 6,000 miles to get here. So sure. You can go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. What about that? I'm going to take over your goddamn cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, hardest workers, that, that's never been uh, a thing there. So hardest workers there is. You can wipe out all the bullshit people that are there already. Their beliefs are totally different. And let's face it, most of them are kind of American beliefs anyways. That's why they're trying to get into this fucking yeah. country. So. I mean, I think they should have to learn English. Yes. That's the only caveat. Like, you learn, make some effort to learn English, and you get the entire West Coast. You get all of it. We'll rope it off for you. No, I'm not going to rope it off because I want to go there still. Yeah, well, fact, no, I mean for right now, a little I, bit. Right now, I don't want to go there. No, I don't want to go there at all. If those countries were run by the same like think about the cuban if those states the, the states yeah, if yeah. They, like think about the cuban people in miami and how they hate communism mm-hmm. just put them all over our left coast all of it and then it's like all right you know maybe i guess you lefties will move to fucking montana and idaho and see how that works out for you join join a fucking genius. militia yeah, yeah it's kind of genius i think those states would be better off fuck dude maybe we solved it today Maybe we solved it. Let's just go down there and start dropping them off and yeah. figure it out. Because uh, those three states suck, as how, is. So how let's many, go. How many buses does it take to move 700,000 people? Not sure. How many, how many were they uh, dropping off at uh, AOC's place? Uh, Probably like 20. No, I, I'm sorry. It was Kamala's place in, uh, in D.C. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a lot. I mean, it was I mean, a it's decent a Greyhound bus. It's probably 90. 90. I, but I think they were able to get 2,000 there, so... Look, you send enough buses, um, you get some other states involved who are red states. And I don't think like, you need hey, to do share. any of this stuff. Just, uh, tell, just point them in the right direction. They already walked here. 8,750 8, buses. Thank you, Bob. I think we have that. Thank you, Bob. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we have got plenty of buses. We got plenty of problem. It. Let's do it. But, I mean, a trebuchet would get the job done, too. No, because you're going to die. No, uh, no, we no. Need just give them parachutes. Live. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to side with, with the buses, though, on this one. But I think that's a genius idea. And you give it like 10, 15 years. I think yeah. it'll all be fucking great. I love, look, geographically and, uh, and weather-wise, I love those countries. Mm-hmm. Like it, they're, I mean, they're, those states, mm-hmm. they're beautiful. I would like to have them back and go and visit. We'd have great food out there. Like, that wouldn't change. Um, and then we get all the shitty people out of there. Yeah. Uh, and then they would be forced to live underneath the policies they voted for. Were they, with the sanctuary city yeah. shit, it's like, hey, it's not only going to be a sanctuary city, it's going to be a sanctuary state. Now. Just bring everybody from Taiwan over here, too, and put them in that, start, in that start area. Start fucking building like, chips, processors. Yeah, we start. I mean, that's I said that three years ago, that we should start mining in Chile and, and Peru and then uh, doing refining in Central America and then doing uh, assembly here in the United States and build that pipeline and exclude China from it entirely. This is how we could do it. Uh, so they are actually going to start mining, by the way. I saw it last night. Um, there's a company that put, like, billions of dollars into it. It's actually in Utah. Yeah, I know them. Oh, you do? Yeah, they, they have a, they're actually working on a crypto that's going to be backed by the mines. So they're, it's lithium there mm-hmm. is what they're going to do, and it's out by the Salton Sea, I think. Yep. Um, but that's starting, and they kind of showed the process of it and everything else. Yeah, Chile, uh, Womb Raider in the chat says Chile is nationalizing the lithium. That's absolutely what they should do. Chile's about to become one of the richest countries on earth. It'd be right? great. Yeah. 
Uh, and chili, chili rocks. So, I mean, yeah. let's go. I'm down for it. Uh, next up, Ukraine. It's not real confidence in their summer offensive. The Ukrainian military has spent nearly 15 months exceeding the world's expectations, according to the media. Now, senior leaders are trying to lower those hopes, fearing that the outcome of an imminent counteroffensive aimed at turning the tide of the war with Russia may not live up to the hype. Uh, the expectation from our counteroffensive campaign is overestimated in the world. Ukrainian Defense Minister uh, Alexel. Alexei. Eh, whatever. Don't spell it like that. Uh, you say the last name then. I'm not even going to take a Resnikov. shot at that on a Monday. It, you shouldn't even put that in front of my face on a Monday. Uh, he goes on to say most people are waiting for something huge, uh, which he fears may lead to emotional disappointments. The planned counterattack made possible by donated Western weapons and training could mark the most consequential phase of the war as Ukraine seeks to snatch back significant territory and prove worthy of continued support. What do you think this uh, how, how this is going to shake out here, Anthony? Well, <clears throat> you know, Ukraine's not a real country. They don't have a real military. They're just like a bunch of fucking... Like, this isn't the American West anymore. You can't just cobble together a bunch of... Like, you can you can hold off an invasion force or run an insurgency almost indefinitely. But to take back land, that's a whole different fucking situation without, mm -hmm. without certain stuff. Um, offensive military operations usually require, like, overwhelming advantage. So, for example, uh, our policy, the Blue Book policy in the Army, is we don't fight unless we have three-to-one odds, right? Um, Russian forces have been dug in. They have a 900-mile front mm -hmm. right now where they're dug in in positions all over the place. <clears throat> it's hard to gauge how far they'll actually get. I think this is an accurate and surprisingly candid assessment from Rez, uh, Reznikov. It, it's, I was surprised, I'm surprised to hear it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it was published in the Washington Post, too, which is also interesting. Uh -huh. um, a lot of people fear that if Ukraine falls short in the summer offensive, that uh, Kiev's going to lose international military assistance because nobody wants to keep funneling money into something that's going to not work, right? Right. Uh, they're probably right about that. I think that's right. Um, <clears throat> the other part about this is, uh, let's say this doesn't go as well as planned, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get into the next election cycle, and let's say Trump does get in there. We were talking about earlier. The first thing he's going to do on day one is cut off his fucking funding to Ukraine. He, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's... Uh, Likely, but even if it even if the summer offensive doesn't go well, and then Biden can't campaign on a loss, right? Yeah. So what does he what does he do? You know, I, it's interesting because even at some point, the American public, including leftist and neocon warhawk bootlickers, uh, are gonna get tired of this bullshit if it's not moving in a positive direction. You know what I mean? Or so, is that Biden's last card to play? Is war? I don't think anybody is voting for that. They're not voting for it, but if if he puts this into it. That's it, right? Uh, no, the president can't declare war. Uh, Bush did. No. Cog did no, they? No, no, no. Okay. There, we had authorization to invade Afghanistan, and we had authorization to invade Iraq if they didn't obey UN. Uh, so the Democrats in Congress who voted for that, it was everybody except for Barbara Lee from Oakland, by the way, um, assumed that Bush would allow the UN to do its job, and if there were no weapons of mass destruction, we wouldn't invade. They assumed wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's why you can't give one person power like that. That's why Julius Caesar was assassinated. But don't you think in this case, it seems like Republicans are, are, they want war as well here, that they would vote for it. 
The American people would not tolerate that. I don't think so, but you're, st- you're still going to have to wait a year for, until the next election. Uh, yeah, I mean, so this is what the guy uh, Reznikov said, that his Western partners, which would be uh, presumably like uh, uh, the secretaries of defense or their counterparts from different countries that are working with them, Germany, U.S., etc., have told him that they need to see uh, the next example of success because it would show our people uh, that it's actually worthwhile to continue with this and um, continue that uh, what he, he even kind of lamented the idea, like what does it mean to be successful to gain 10 meters, a hundred meters, a thousand meters of, pro- of territory back? What is it? What is, there's no measure for success really. Right. So, you know, maybe, maybe they make some mild improvement to the situation and declare victory that happens in wars all the time. But this thing has been going on for a while now and taking back one city is not going to fucking look like a win to anybody no. at this point. Cause you're in month 15 now. Yeah. I mean, if they war. took back the entire Donbass, but that ain't happening, man, no. there's a 900 mile wall of Russians right there. It's just not going to happen unless we fucking bomb them relentlessly for fucking six months, probably. Mm hmm. Uh, and that ain't going to happen either, I don't think. Yeah, uh, it's interesting that he would say this. Because um, so far, the media coverage and everything out of Ukraine is we're winning. Mm. And we're we're fighting them off and everything else. Well, it's according the to the defense time. minister, that's not true. Yes. Um, but it's, uh, it's pretty interesting that he would come out and mm-hmm. say this and be like, hey, dude, uh, this isn't going to happen anytime soon. You called this a long time ago that this was years and years mm-hmm. war, not very quickly. And that's certainly what this is shaping up to be here unless there's some sort of uh peace agreements uh, and i don't see that happening either uh for a while unless somebody else gets in there no i mean uh you know the best thing that could happen is if uh i I don't know if ukraine has any elections planned anytime soon but voting Zelensky out of power would help yeah but he's seen as a folk hero i I don't see them doing that but Uh, do you think they see do you think that Ukrainians who know that they could have uh, like uh, uh, or Western North Central Western Ukrainians people who aren't near the front lines at this point uh, and by the way remember that the front lines are uh, those cities around the eastern side and then in Crimea of uh, Ukraine are about 60 to 65 percent Russian right not Ukrainian so do you think the people in the internal part of the country see him as a folk hero after he's had multiple opportunities to, to shut this shit down and has decided to persist instead. Cause I don't think so. I'm not sure, but uh, didn't he shut out the, the candidate that he was running against um, last time? Um, it was somebody in their Senate who talked shit. He, he, he was the opposition leader. Yeah. And he didn't shut him out. He put, tried to put him in prison like four different times. Okay. So that could happen as well. I, I look, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I but actually that's know not nothing play. about like, this country. Ger- Germany and, they they got away with it at first because that shit happened before, kind of before we got there. Um, but to like politicians are politicians; they want to get reelected. Mm-hmm. And American and German politicians are not going to get reelected if they're backing a dude who's imprisoning his political rivals. I think that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, now's the point of the show. We get to the drinking bro of the week, uh, JNL Barbecue. Uh, come on up, sir. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. Brought the office some Sammies today, some BLT Sammies today. 
with that bacon uh, smoked for what seven eight hours oh yeah it's a three-week process actually is it really yeah to cure it and flip it and do everything you got to do to get that bacon god damn it's great um i took my my kids in there yesterday um had a a wonderful meal you guys are, are are some of the best in the biz here in uh in texas which is saying a lot um, Barbecue-wise, everybody's got their favorites. And I had them when I moved here, but then it felt like they started to slowly fall off, and I don't really know why. Um, where you guys are on the come-up over there. Yeah, I think that's a big problem that a lot of restaurants have whenever they start getting busier and expand, things like that. Once you start bringing on a lot of new people that don't have the same ideals that you originally had, um, things kind of get lost. And uh, I think that's something that we're we're working on avoiding whenever we bring new people on also to really hold the standards yeah because um for me it seems like we were talking about this earlier about how everything eventually becomes corporate right something becomes so big well barbecue is one of those things where it's slow you need to take your time yeah um and you've got to have those cooking hours and when you're trying to serve you know two thousand three thousand people at a fucking terry blacks or a franklin's or something like that one people don't want to wait in lines and they're frustrated and pissed off anyways Two, it better be the best goddamn barbecue of their life if they did wait in those lines at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. But what, what we noticed in particular with uh, Terry Black's and Franklin's, which we've talked about on the show before, um, is as the popularity of those restaurants grew, it seemed like the quality slowly started to decline. Like, I love the brisket from Terry Black's. It was one of my favorites in, in all of the city. And then it started to, to get a little drier, and it was a little different and everything else, not to yep. throw those guys under the bus at all. But they're also trying to serve a million fucking people, no matter what time you, of yeah, day you go it, in there. It's not like it's their fault that they got so big It's so not at quickly, all. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, like, it's a good problem to have. But at the same time, it's like, you know, my partner Ben over here, he, uh, he's been doing this for quite some time himself. And uh, what I've noticed with him as well is he is very particular about everything that he does. And even whenever we have new people who come in and work with us or, you know, just want to see how we do things for the day, it's like there's a science behind all this that people don't really understand. Um, and it's it's a huge process. You know, if you run out of food at two or three o'clock in the afternoon, you can't just make more on the fly like you can at any other type of restaurant or anything like that. And we're not going to push anything in order to do that as well. Right. Because uh, once you're out, you're out. And that's it. See yeah. you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time do you guys average uh, as far as clo- closing goes? Uh, probably about three or four o'clock right now. But You're, you're uh, out of food at three or four? Yeah. Okay. We've, we've done some new things, though, to where we can uh, hopefully last a little bit longer. So uh, come up with some new menu items. So we're doing a couple different things like wings and uh, burgers, that kind of stuff. They were all doing in-house, so utilizing the trim that we have from briskets and pastrami's to make burgers. And, you know, I hate to, like, gloat, but it literally our burger is one of the best I've ever had. That's what everybody says. I asked for I, one yesterday. You guys are sold out. Did you I, have one? I've not had a burger, but this BLT is one of the best sandwiches I've had anywhere in my life. I know. Like, I, 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 throw, I'm just I'm going to throw with a whole just BLT out the fucking window. Like yeah. it's one of the best sandwiches I've uh, eaten. Agreed. I, I had one yesterday. So uh, they were, these guys were kind enough to make one for my wife uh, when me and my kids were leaving because she stayed at home with the baby. And I said, hey, I'm going to need to have a few bites of that. My God, man, um, that's got to be a staple. That's one of the greatest sandwiches. Bob is right. That's one of the greatest sandwiches I've ever had in my yeah, life. Yeah, and it, it's so simple, but it's just doing things the right way. It takes time, and it's a process. 
Um, but to stay on that, you know, it's like the people that you have, the employees that you work with, that kind of stuff. It's like everybody has to be trained the right way to do things and it's got to stay that way. And yeah. that's what a lot of the other barbecue restaurants have gotten away from, I think. Well, for us, we wanted to have you guys back on the show. Uh, obviously, we've had the, these guys on before and we wanted to have you on uh, because it is our favorite in, in Austin. We love it. Uh, again, I took my family in there yesterday. Uh, I also like the fact that you, it's, it's split so you can buy like any booze you want. Which is fucking rad. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the choices are endless. Where it's half of a liquor store in there where you're just like, all right, sweet. And then the best barbecue there is. You had a live band playing yesterday. Uh, yep. Now is the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week, which is someone who has inspired you or, or helped you become the person you are today. Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to? Uh, you know, I know it's pretty cliche, I think, but uh, I would have to say my pops, my dad, because uh, he instilled the work ethic that I have in me, which got me into doing what I do today and, you know, got me to where I am. Uh, you know, he was an immigrant himself from Israel and, you know, he came over here when he was 25 years old. He built his own business, did everything the right way. And, uh, you know, because of him, I know that hard work does end up paying off in the long run. Yeah, uh, I agree. And you guys are certainly on the right path. Um, and hopefully you guys are, are here for years and years to come here. Big fan of uh, JNL Barbecue. If you're in Austin, that's our spot, dude. Uh, brought some of the best sandwiches in the biz today. Whenever you bring sandwiches, you get to come on the show, and that's yeah. the rule. I mean, they got to be good. <laughs> Can't have some shit sandwich on here for Christ's sakes. Nah, uh, we wouldn't promote that. Uh, but JNL Barbecue, best in the biz. Uh, come check them out if you're in the Austin area. Also, if you're in the Austin area, pop on by and see a live show. Uh, Monday through Friday, we're on. You can come and hang, drink some hard AF seltzers, have a few laughs. If you were here today, you got some free barbecue, which is amazing. Uh, so occasionally you'll be fed as well as getting drunk. Uh, please go to iTunes, rate the show a five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away at that point. Uh, flip on over to Drinking Bros Sports. We will be live on YouTube with the Monday morning recap here. In about 15 minutes. For Dampin' Dampin' Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Fake. It is good. I